Any and all content used on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Under no circumstances shall the content by the artists or any contributors be construed as anything other than entertainment. The creators on this podcast will not be held responsible for any misleading interpretations of the content or music, which serves as no purpose more than for the form of entertainment. Enjoy the show. Ooh, 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 ooh
snap. Oh, snap. Wait, wait, wait. Wait back. Hold on. Hold on. Yes, sir. <sighs> Has it been a while? It's been a while. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition of the installment. A new episode. Season six is here. The R&B and Chill podcast is back, baby. Season six is here. Um, I missed you guys. You feel what I'm saying? I hope everybody's doing well. I hope you had a great summer. Hope your summer was 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 amazing. I hope it continues to be amazing. Uh, but we are back with some new episodes. We are back here. I want to say thank you to everybody that continued to listen to us while we were away. Um, vacation was great. Um, still doing some vacationing right now, but uh, vacation was amazing. But uh, I definitely want to take the time to really, literally express my deepest and like deepest thank yous to everybody that continued to listen to the podcast while we were away. Um, y'all never miss a beat. Y'all didn't miss a beat. Uh, we really appreciate y'all. We thank y'all, and we love you. <laughs> listen, we starting off the year right do you hear me um we have a amazing an amazing artist spotlight interview starting off kicking off season six okay first of all let me just say she don't even know this but my fellow detroit sister 313 stand up songstress powerhouse songwriter producer i mean she's she's just a dynamic voice in her own right ladies and gentlemen boys and girls put your dynamic hands together for the one the only miss bell clap it up clap it up miss beth Hello. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. Welcome to the show. Listen, Thank we are happy to have you. It was beautiful. Nope. <laughs> no <laughs> problem. <laughs> no problem. Listen, we are happy for you to be here. Um, first of all, um, again, shout out to your booking and 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 marketing uh talent acquisition ron shout out to him he hit me up he was like hey hey i got a uh got an artist for you i would love for you to check out maybe get on your show you know what i'm saying because we are the show where we you know you know want to put a spotlight on our our artists whether indie or otherwise and um show love and give flowers and um miss beth there's a lot of things that um I was I was researching, you know, clickety clacking and doing my you know, doing my whole <laughs> journalistic do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was just sitting there like, first of all, Detroit stand up. Okay. What a lot of my my listeners and viewers know about me is that I'm definitely a Detroit boy. Uh, raised, okay. you feel what I'm saying? Born in Florida, raised in Detroit, though, moved when I was two. So, Detroit is all I know. Okay. 313 in the what building up, right now. So, this is special. What, this is kinship right here. What up, That's though? all you know. 
That's all we know. You know what I'm saying? What up? See, see, I'm in New York now, Beth. I'm in New York now. So they, so they, I'm different. You know, I'm different. You know, I walk around different. You know what I'm saying? They're like, who? You not from here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You not from here. Where where is you? Where are you from? I'm from from Detroit. What up, though? You know what I'm saying? So, Beth, first of all, before we even get into our little soliloquies and all of that, Introduce yourself to the people. Let the people at home know who you are for those who may not know. For those that may not know. Hello, everybody. My name is Beth. I'm born and raised in Detroit. What up, though? Native Detroiter. Um, I'm a singer, songwriter, uh, do a little acting. And um, I love to sing and I love to sing to people. I love to see the smiles on their faces. So that's what I'm about is, is bringing good music, bringing wholesome music, bringing timeless music that I love to sing over and over and over. Um, I love performing live and I love meeting new people at my show. So I have a great time doing what I do and I know I'm blessed doing it. Absolutely. First of all, absolutely. Your your performances are dynamic, first off, and we'll Thank and we'll you. get Thank to you. more of that um, down the line. But I want to take me just a little bit on the journey um, growing up living in Detroit, which is basically to me, you know, R&B capital of the world, Motown sound of the world. You know, what I'm saying we grew up in like if you live in Detroit singing in some way, shape, or form, music in some way, shape, or form is embedded into the fabric of your life, right? And so take me through a little bit of kind of your, your you know, growing up in Detroit and where your love for music came from. Um, okay, so to pick back off what you said, when you're in Detroit, there's music everywhere. And you keep from... Um, not being involved in music, whether you're born and raised in a church or your parents just play music in the home all the time. So um, just born and raised here. Uh, my father was a musician and I think my music more so was an inherited as opposed to me um, learning it in church my father was one of the late funk brothers and he played with Motown so um, I would hear him playing in the home and um, never really knew what my father did because by the time I was born Motown had left and gone to California so I really didn't know my father's resume but followed up with music school I naturally graduated to all things and this pretty much did and then that just led to me continuing with my musical journey in my life Okay, so wait a minute. Hold on. Because she's not just going to skate past that, y'all. She's just not going to skate past that. She said her father was a, one of the original Funk Brothers, okay? Now, see, I'm, I'm, I'm 29. Now, a lot of old heads will call me a young whippersnapper. However, <laughs> however, I grew up around a lot of old heads. So to so a lot of people, I, listen, I may not know all their music, but I know my uh, my uncles <laughs> love them some funk brothers. Do you understand me? 
played the Funk Brothers every song. Oh my god! Wow, really? That is crazy. I'm gonna tell my uncle that. I'm going to tell my uncle. I oh, he's going to he's going to flip. He's going to flip. Yeah. He lo- he. he we played. We played the Funk Brothers every bulk day, every spring cleaning day, every, what was it like, you know, uh, the days that we had to really get the house together and clean, it was that, the Funk Brothers, Anita Baker, it was all of those people that was coming on. I mean, uh, Jesus. So, so, so let, so let, so let me, let me tell let me, let me clarify just a little something. Okay. And I don't and I don't know if I actually have this accurate or not. Okay. Any, anything that you play Motown is the Funk Brothers. The Funk Brothers did not actually have music together. Oh. The Funk Brothers were the So if if your your uncles and your family played anything Motown, the Funk Brothers were the musicians that played we were for the, musicians the Motown behind act. them. Okay. Right. So if you listen to Diana Ross and the Supremes, then Mm -hmm. the musicians that are playing that music, if you listen to the Four Tops, the Temptations, Martha Rees and the Vandellas, um, some of Marvin Gaye's music, those are the musicians that actually played. So, um, yeah, you were listening to the Funk Brothers all the time if your parents played anything like that. Um, Yo, I just thought they had an album out. (laughs) <laughs> no and, and and let me say this i oh don't know everything so they may right. have done some early recordings together i just can't name it and i can't call it what it is um <laughs> and like i said too the things that my father did he did before i was born so i mm. had to go back and do some research as to what it was he did and how he did it and things like that i'm still learning things about um, what he did musically. So, mm-hmm. you know, so I wasn't trying to skate over it. It's just a lot. <laughs> no, no, I, I get it because no, but yeah, right. Right. Because that, the, the uh, listen, de- when we talk about Detroit's musical background, and I think just, I think your father is included in that. The extensive history of it is so much to dive into um, and so to much. unveil. Right. And so, um, because Detroit's music is very historical and I think you are putting your own stamp, um, in that lane as well. Let me ask this question. What high school did you go to? I went to Mumford. Oh, you went to Mumford. See, I thought you would have went to DSA. No, I went to Mumford high school at when I, you know, I went to the neighborhood school and mm-hmm. the neighborhood school. Shout out to Mumford too. Shout out to Mumford too. You know, yeah. My cousin. Shout out to the Mustang. Shout out to Mustang. Mustangs. From entertainment news to culture to politics, social media news and shenanigans and all the things in between right here on the Opinionated Brothers, we give you the unfiltered, real commentary so check us out every monday right here on the tac media network so the thing is is that 
I didn't necessarily have the idea of pursuing music when I was in high school. I just loved music. Right. If I would have tried to pursue music and wanted the arts to be a career, which I could not foresee that being what I was going to do. Because, um, you know, I'm in high school. I'm thinking I'm going to graduate. I'm going to be a lawyer. I want to be a corporate attorney. And so, nice. but I loved, I knew that I loved music. I just felt that the occupation or the career of being an artist was unobtainable for me. It just seemed like it was just something I said, oh, you know, mm. I'm not even going to try to do that. I'm just going to go to school and I'm going to be an attorney, corporate and, attorney. And just do this, and, right, right. And just do do the, the go to school. You know, I went to college. I got my degree. I did all of those right. things that you're supposed right. to do, right? But I had no idea I would never use my degree. Um, so, right. I mean, I use it, but you know, you never know what you actually use. But right, you know like in terms you of use it, but you, you go into a whole different path. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I'm in high school and I'm loving music. But the cool thing is, is my neighborhood school happened to be Mumford High School, which happened mm -hmm. to be the high school that commissioned went to, that the Clark sisters went to, that the yep. Winans went to, yep. um, jazz legends yep. like Earl Clue. I, and I had no idea. So. I go to this school and then we have this amazing choir teacher that mm -hmm. taught me that taught those same amazing people. And that's when I really started saying, Hey, I really like this music thing. So I graduate from mm -hmm. high school. I get in a band. I start gigging. People start paying me to sing. And I'm like, wait a minute, maybe yeah. I can do this thing. So I ended up still graduating from college, but saying, hey, I'm going to get this degree because I know that I'm going to be a business person in some aspect, but I really mm -hmm. want to pursue the music. So, you know, my high school thing, you know, that was kind of just, I, it was organically and ordained for me to go in that path because I didn't pursue it. You know, if I had to pursue a high school for arts, yeah, it would have been DSA, yes. But right. I wasn't even thinking like that. I, hear I was that. just like, I got to go to school. Right. <laughs> That's it. No. <laughs> No, I get it because I I I did um as a I don't want to say a former singer myself, but as a singer myself, um I thought I would have went to DSA too, and that didn't happen. I went to what, University High School in Ferndale, which was in Ferndale. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so, um, I was like you. I wasn't I, like I knew I had the talent. Like I loved music, but I just I was just like yo. We first of all, it wasn't month. It wasn't month. And let me just say, our, our choir director, we ain't had one. And when we got one, that choir director wasn't, wasn't that damn great. No disrespect. I hope they I hope they still there. Or maybe not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but yeah, I, I, I think it. I think for me, um I think for me it was when I went to college and I started to really get into choir. Shout out to Mama Cece um at Grand Valley. Like she she really kind of taught me the ins and outs of you know you know my vocal training and mm -hmm. everything like that and um mm -hmm. so take I'm, I'm so i'm so fascinated with this so take me through after college what was what is beth doing now is it business and music is it just working just trying to figure shit out you understand what i'm saying or is it trying to figure stuff out and also figuring out this music thing what what is what is the now what was what was what was the step after okay we got this degree what's next mm, so you you're going to college 
you're you're singing now after high school because i was kind of bitten by the bug Mm -hmm. you know i knew i wanted to sing but again professional on this big major platform i'm not thinking like that right i'm just singing in choirs i'm praise team and at church you know things like that because at the time i had really bad stage fright so the mm-hmm. thought of me standing in front of people and standing up front i was like yeah get somebody else to do it because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm standing in the back and i'm and i'm good with that just but let me sing um so i really wasn't focused i wasn't laser focused if mm-hmm. i was laser focused like i am now then what okay so right i just was trying to just trying to get past me So basically I was working a job. I was going to college. I was gigging um, and just trying to really figure it out. I didn't really get serious until um, I started actually making money doing it. And I knew Mm. that I could support myself singing. Then I was like, whoa, wait a minute. And then that, um, graduated me to starting to record my voice and hear my mm-hmm. voice and figure out how I sound. Um, Cause you have to know how you sound and know what right. you can and can't do. And I think as singers, we still are all, all the time um, evolving, figuring out what we can really do. Facts. You know? And so I was just, I kind of was just doing that. Um, and then, you know, I decided, okay, I want to try to take this to another level. So there were just gradual steps for me. It was, you know, okay, I can sing, I can record, um, they'll pay me. So that means maybe I can do a little bit more. And that's when Mm -hmm. I decided, okay, I think I want to try touring. What is it like to go on the road? And what, you know, maybe I can go and be a background singer and I can study another artist and see what they're doing. I can learn that way. So talk to me about the year when when that laser focus hit, because you talked about how, you know, when you were younger, you were just trying to, you know, it's college is gigging even after just gigging and figuring it out. I like what you were saying, because I think what's important for a lot of musicians and I think just entrepreneurs in the space of creation um, and and arts and music is what what I find a lot of times, Beth, is that. When we in this in this new sea of entrepreneurship, a lot of people just want to be entrepreneurs and not kind of work for mm-hmm. the growth of their business, right? I think we lose the fact that you know Diddy says something in his line say it take money to make money. You understand what I'm saying? Can't yeah. let it get away from me. You understand what I'm saying? So right. I, I, that concept is always lost and i think why you're so successful even now is that even when you were trying to just gig and figure it out you never lost sight of hey i just got to i got to work i got to make sure this is i'm feeding myself but i'm also kind of feeding the machine even right and the machine mm-hmm. is the future career that you have blossomed into now and i think that's where a lot of artists now get lost Right. Am, am I am I am I wrong with that? Have you in this season where you're at now and just looking at some of the younger artists, whether they're in hip hop or R&B or whatever genre of music they're at? What would you say mm-hmm. to that in saying, hey, guys, this is the music is great. Like you can do music, but you're going like in this new age right now. It is not healthy or sustainable for you to just be doing music and that's it right and especially so if it's true. not 
sustainable for you. So I would just I would just love to hear some of your thoughts to that. Because I just I was just like that, that, that just that just that just caught on because I don't think a lot of younger artists are on that type of wave right now. Well, part of the problem is, is there was no Instagram. There was no Facebook. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so all you knew to do was to get get up up and go do your work. work, Right. Work towards your dreams and goals. But right now we have right. media where people are, uh, some of people are actually not even being truthful, very misleading to people who have um, the drive to actually work, you know, and as old folks mm-hmm. say, use a little elbow grease, right? So they're just looking right. at there you go. front, front <laughs> and stunt. Right. And so in their minds, they're like, oh, I got to hurry up. And, and what you know, hurry up and get this bag. Well, it's not gonna always be a bag. Sometimes mm. you gotta work because you love what you do, and when mm-hmm. you love what you do, the bag will come. But some people, their focus is on the bag all the time, and so it doesn't happen like that with music. There are things that you have to do to set yourself up to get paid, and people right. just think you just walk out the the door and say yeah this is what i charge people be like oh you don't even have no resume like what do you i'm so it it, there's you know that's part of it and people think just because they're cute and talented you know but sometimes and that works for people for a certain amount of time too but Mm -hmm. you do you have to have something you have to have some substance besides that and if you start out, you know, artificial, then it's going to end up being artificial, too. You got to start. Oh, you better. do. I mean, it's the truth. When black men win, black men win. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Tata Paga, a.k.a. Tyronza D. Hicks. And this is the Black Men Win podcast. Here we have conversations, interviews with various men and women about the essence, struggles, trials, tribulations, wins, losses, and strength of black men having positive conversations about being a black man. So join us every two weeks as we give you a new interview with a new person with different perspectives and amazing conversation. Right here on the THC Media Network. It's the truth. Hey, Beth said that AI shit is for the birds. Do you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute. I didn't, Let me tell I didn't you. say that. <laughs> she didn't say that, but I said <laughs> But what I'm saying is it's gotta make it's gotta make sense. You got you can't no, you, you right. can't put you're out right. you know you you, right. you can't put out one one little Instagram video and be mad because the record label didn't call you the next day. And just right. your no, you're right, said, though. You you're right. And that's what happens. You have to work. You have to grind. You'd be surprised. Um, every level that you get to in life and mm-hmm. business and artistry, there you're going to meet different people at these different levels, right? And the conversation is always the same. It's just with different right. people as you grow, if you grow, right? So you at the mm. bottom and everybody's trying to, yeah, man, I'm just trying to figure out how to how to get this thing off the ground. Then you get it off mm-hmm. the ground and then you at the next level and you meet people and they say, yeah, now nah, I got it off the ground. Now I'm trying to keep it afloat. 
Okay. Then you keeping it afloat. Then you go to the next level and then you get there and people say, yeah, well, now I've got this, but now I'm trying to maintain this. It's always something at every level. Right. Right. And people don't understand that. They think they just go from zero to 10 and they pop it. If you go too fast and you don't learn, you won't learn how to maintain what you have. Right. So that means you got to grind. You got to learn. You got to be mentored. You have to ask questions. You have to be open to receive. Um, It's a lot. And you know what? I I love that because that is that is so fact. You have to be open to receive and mentor. Um, Swinging into that segue, because as a native Detroiter, as some Detroit homies right now, I loved um, seeing you one, not just on the voice, first off, uh, but two, singing with two of my favorite aunties in the world, okay? Um, <laughs> period. Uh, with with Miss Patty and Miss Gladys. Take yeah. me through. Because to me, those those are just those two are just they're past legendary. You understand what I'm saying? That is that is goddess level esque. I I bow at your feet. You know, understand what I'm saying? What you need, Auntie? What you need? You understand what I'm saying? Take me through a little bit of the voice. How did that come about? And then you know, going into um, touring with. Uh, Patty LaBelle and um, and Gladys Knight. So, with the voice, that was something I never wanted to do. I said I was never going on all, any of those TV shows and doing any competition. Really? Just, absolutely not. I and I tell people wow. I never say never. I said I wasn't doing that mess. I'm not doing it. What made you go? You know, because you should never say never. Right. That's that's true. (laughs) That's true. So I released my first album in 2017. Mm -hmm. And as an independent artist, that's hard, you know? And so we put the album out. It made a little noise, you know, but not hardly, you know. And so um, the voice scouts for professional artists as well as they have the cattle call audition. So um, I had gotten scouted by somebody had heard my project and reached out to my manager and just asked that I want to do the show. And the first time I said no, because remember, I said I wasn't going to do that. I said, nah, I'm, I'm good. But then I looked around and the phone wasn't ringing and that record wasn't selling. So I was like, mm. if you want something different, you got to do something different. Something different. So I Ooh, said, you, nice. yeah. So I said, you know what? Let me just take a chance and see what's going to happen. I said, they probably ain't going to let me on the show. And they messed around and let me on the show. So um, that changed everything for me. That changed. Um, it changed my confidence level. It changed um, my my skill set it changed um my awareness it changed everything for me that um it changed everything for me in terms of my 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 how i move professionally and how i move personally you know because you're exposed to such another level of the arts and you're exposed to a level that most people will never ever get to see or experience and i felt 
really blessed that I was able to be able to work in Hollywood. And that wasn't my first time doing it. So mm-hmm. um, just sidebar, my first time was being able to be a principal singer on Dancing with the Stars. So I had done that in 2016 prior to me even going on The Voice. So I had worked you oh, know, wow. in, in, in that in that sense of seeing Hollywood, seeing the cameras being on live television and <laughs> singing. Um, so right. that was the first time for me to do it. So when I went back out to LA a couple years later and then did the voice, I had seen all of that before. So it wasn't a culture shock for me, mm-hmm. but I was really thankful that I ate, was able to go and see that because then I said, okay, God, you have brought me here twice. So some you trying to tell me, and there's something else that I need to learn that you, you brought me here a second time. So I did the show right. basically just to build up fan base, build up my confidence, build up my skill set, and to, to try to just build awareness of Beth. Um, and with me doing that show, it has changed my life, changed the trajectory of what I do, because the mm-hmm. phone rang for me to open for Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight for Mother's Day in Detroit. And that was, you know, I remember I was in a hair salon sitting under the hair dryer and got the phone call from the promoter. And I'm like, hold on, let me turn this machine off. You said what? So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things. So it's, it's just, been, it's just, it was an amazing, that's an amazing um, wrinkle in time for me Wow! to have been able to warm the stage up for those two legendary black women that, that have opened the door for black women like me to come mm-hmm. up behind them and to, and to carry on the legacy that they have started. So it was just absolutely incredible. I hope to be able to open for them again one day. Um, I hope so as well. And, and yeah, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. There you go. Listen, I definitely, as a as your Detroit homie now. Period. We, I definitely have to come see you in concert or something like. You gotta have like a one woman show at like a jazz club. I would love. To see, what is mm, and I think you would know more than me. What is that jazz club on Eight Mile and Living Noise? Um. Oh, she went out on me. Uh oh. Oh, she went out. Here she. Beth is coming back. Ah, there she go. We back. We're back. Okay, I'm here. <laughs> what I keep I keep forgetting this this this. Uh, there's a there's a spot on Eight Mile and Liver Noise. It's an old jazz club. I believe you Bakers. know the name of it because it's Bakers. I need you to have a one woman show at Bakers. I'm co- I will come to see that. That right there to me, like Bakers, is so synonymous with historical jazz, blues, R and B, old school remnants like i went i've been in the bakers maybe a couple times i don't know what it is but every time i get it's like a half intimidation and then it's like half like love in the air and everything like that because like it's so just it's i don't want to say it's exclusive but like it's it's that type of it's that type of club. You understand what I'm saying? Like it's that yeah. type of old school type of old. Like don't bring that young hip hop shit up. 
don't. Yeah, it's grown. It's grown. It's grown, it's grown. and sexy. It's grown. And I'm serious. Like it's it's really like the epitome of grown and sexy. It's grown and sexy, and I love it. I would love to see you at like a baker's somewhere or somewhere downtown doing a one woman show Thank or you. something like that. Detroit, what are we doing? What what are y'all doing? You feel what I'm saying? Do We're we have to do, do we have like to like that. you know, do we have to sit here and kind of like you know, throw stones at your windows, get this woman a one woman show? What are we doing? Like no, what are we doing? We're working on something and I will be able to, we're, we're working on it and we're taking our time working on it because it has to be, right. Amen. you know, I'm not throwing yes. anything together. So that's on the table. We've been talking about it and you know, we'll, we'll have something. So what is new for Beth? What, what is new? I see Beth has a couple new singles that are out that are doing very well. Um, what is new for Beth going into 2023 or the rest of 2023 since 2023 is damn near almost gone? Okay, and, uh, right, that part <laughs> it's almost gone. So basically, yeah. what's what's next for you in this you know kind of last half of the year, and then going forward into the next year? Um, this last half of the year, um, I am really kind of focusing on me a little bit more and me getting rest, you know, as much as I possibly can. I toured all of last year and I toured half of this year. So technically a year and a half, I've been on tour with a break here, a break there. So I have just been cleaning the house, organizing, (laughs) um, cleaning out my mind and organizing. But in the meantime, I do have a few shows that I'll be doing um, with Kim I have a few shows that I'll be doing for me and um, I am going to be releasing um, a visual and um, a new single off of my album in a couple hey. of weeks. So, um, you can know, we, I'm just, can you we, know, my um, album. Can we maybe get like a, can we, us, me, when I say we, I mean uh-huh. me, can me, uh-huh. Maybe get a sample of that. You know, I ain't gonna leak nothing. But can we get maybe no. like if, if Ron, Ron, if you listening, I'm gonna text Ron. Don't even don't even say anything. I got you. Don't even say nothing. I'm gonna text Ron. I'm yeah, text the, Ron. we don't have the pro the promo, and actually, we'll start promoing um, everything this week um, okay. for the release on the 9th of August, which happens to be my birthday. So it. we're gonna release it then. Yeah, it's 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 um it, it, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's, I'm, I'm excited. And you know what? I'm probably going to do another visual before the year is out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just I'm just working the album that was re- released in September of 2022. So we're just still working that album. And one of the things I wanted to do videos as I possibly could. So I'll Got you. probably do one or two more videos before the years i'm well listen we are excited to see um where where your career goes from here how it continues to elevate um again you're a a a vocal powerhouse live i've seen you live with Peebo bryson as well that's that's how that's how like much i was you know researching you for real Okay, I was like, she opened for Peebo Bryson, y'all. Y'all don't even and listen, 
a lot of y'all may not know who Peebo Bryson is. Peebo Bryson is that guy. Singer, songwriter, super producer, super writer. Okay, he done wrote for everybody, produced for everybody. You feel what I'm saying? Um, Beth is out again. Oh, her Viva now. Actually, there's some, I believe there's some storms happening in Detroit right now. Uh, so uh, we apologize for the in and out. But um, uh, Beth is back. I think we got her back. Yeah, here. I had to let them so, know there's some storms going on in Detroit right now. So yeah. that's why they probably, you know, kicking you out. Mother Nature is not being kind, but that's okay. We're yeah. going to keep going. Yeah, she, um, she's in her feelings but no, I'm, today. So. <laughs> it's very much. <laughs> Listen, it's hot over here. So she she raining over there and she's beaming humidity over here. So it's it's, you know, I guess you gotta take her with how she how she gives. So um Beth, first of all, we want to say thank you for coming on the show. Before we actually get out of here, we have a like, we have a game that we like to play with our artists, you know, not a not a serious game. It's kind of like a this or that type thing. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you some artists, okay? And you're going to have okay. to choose either this one or that one. You know, it's only going to be one. Okay. I'm going to give you two artists, five, five choices, two artists. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got to choose okay. one. All right. Are you ready? Okay. Are we ready? We ready? All right. Let's do it. So first choice on the board. Are we ready? Yeah. Let's do this. Number one to do this because you just, you just, I mean, you just tour with them open form and everything like that. I have to do it like this. Number one, Patty LaBelle or Gladys Knight. <laughs> you got to choose one. <laughs> uh oh. Did she go out on me? Uh oh. I think, I think she went out on me. Nope. Wait, did she go out on me? Oh, she went out on me. Yeah, she went out on me. Oh, okay, y'all. All right, well, um, guys, let me, let's just make sure. Okay, well, since the connection is a little bit bad, we'll just wrap up the interview right there, all right? Listen, we thank y'all for um kicking it with us today on this episode. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We thank y'all. Make sure that y'all tune in. Um, to Beth and all that she has going on. We'll make sure that we have everything down below in the description, all of her links and everything, and make sure that you keep tuning in to the opinion, uh, the opinionated brother, <laughs> the R&B and Joe podcast on all platforms. You feel what I'm saying? You can listen to the podcast on all streaming platforms and you can watch us wherever. Okay. Oh, we was, we was just, we was, we was doing the head out because we was giving <laughs> <laughs> listen it's all good we back so listen quickly game before we get out of here yeah, yeah do it night. fast come on <laughs> i'm doing i'm doing it i'm doing it fast right now gladys night or okay. patty labelle gladys gladys oh okay 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 number two beyonce or rihanna beyonce oh okay 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 number three Babyface or Pharrell? Babyface. Okay, okay, okay. Number four. Hmm. Boys to Men or New Edition? New Edition. Oh, number five. Last one. <sighs> okay, here we go. Anita Baker or Stephanie Mills? Stephanie Mills. 
Anita Baker. Oh! I thought you was going to say Stephanie. Okay, I like that. I like that. I love Anita. But, you know, Anita Anita been wilding out here in these streets. We love you. We love you, Auntie. We love you. But don't be kicking baby but face you know off. What? I, these tours. But you know what? There's always there's always another side to the story. You, it and is. I toured with Anita Baker for five years, and you, I know oh, her. So. Hey, Beth. All right. Beth just shut me up. I'm. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I so that's why I don't. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, oh, first of all, Beth just I, just know I'm clipping that Beth. Know that when this that when yeah, this that interview was... when this interview come out, I'm clipping that that part right. There. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, uh, <laughs> Beth said what she said, and she said stop coming for Auntie like that. Okay. We don't know. We weren't there. And there's always, uh, there's always, Two sides. You, right. you know, I love them. I love them both, but we weren't there. We don't You're know right. what happened. You're right. You're right. You are absolutely right. We don't yeah. know. We don't know. But you know, what we do know is that Beth, you are an amazing songwriter, producer, songstress, powerhouse. And we appreciate you for being on the show so much. Listen, tell Thank everybody you. again where they can find you, where they can locate the music and where they can follow you really quick. OK, so you can check me out at Beth Always Sings dot com. Um, Instagram is Beth Always Sings. Um, you can hit my fan page on Facebook, which is Beth. Uh, remember to follow me on social media. Um, I have a new single that is uh, dropping with the visual on August the 9th. Make sure you check me out. You'll know where my shows are, where I'm going to be at next. And um, there is a link on all my social media where you can uh, find the streaming platform or the download platform so you can get my music. The name of the album is called Get to Know Me, and we just released it in September, which we're coming up on a year this year. And I'm nice. really proud of that album because it debuted at number one on Amazon releases in September 2022. Yeah, that's lit. Number so I'm, one. I'm proud of that project. Yeah, it was number one. Period. And nobody can take that away from you. I'm 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 excited to see That's where your um your star power continues to go. I love and this is why I love thank doing you. what I do. This is why I love it. Listen, Beth, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank we you for having me. No problem. We appreciate you and we, we are so excited to see um continue to see where your star power goes. And to everybody uh listening and um watching us we thank you we love you we appreciate y'all uh we are back man season six is here um get ready for some more dynamic interviews some more great episodes that's coming um i'm excited y'all be ready y'all be good stay easy be breezy make sure that y'all like comment subscribe Follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. You feel me? Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. The R&B and Chill podcast is there. You can also watch this interview on our network uh, page on YouTube, the THC Media Network. You can watch it there. And uh, we will see y'all on the next one. All right. Y'all be good. And this has been another one. We again want to give a shout out to Beth and everything that she's doing. And uh, y'all make sure y'all go check her out. All of her links will be below. And uh, y'all be good. Peace. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Tyler Pie Guy. And listen, make sure that you tap in and subscribe to the podcast. 
and subscribe to the THC Media Network for all other podcasts and shows that are available on our network and turn on those notification bells, all right? Hit that subscribe button. Stop playing.